0: Welcome to the Dining for One Health and Wellness Show, where we inspire and encourage you to embrace a life of health and wellness, and to learn how to exploit the benefits of living a healthy lifestyle. Our guest is not interested in why you can't. Rosie Batista is a self-love mentor and confidence creator, and is passionate about sharing what her discoveries and teaching with you. She supports clients in styling their foods and thoughts to create the life that supports the best version of themselves. No matter what your age, your stage, or what happened in the past, you can feel differently and you can live in the body and life of your dreams. Rosie found it Sleeping Naked After 40, and she promotes it as a healthier lifestyle. It's a new way of living and being in the world. Rosie teaches the principles of this lifestyle she created with passion and love. Her energy is contagious and the lifestyle is infectious. Welcome to the show, Rosie. We're happy, happy to have you on.
1: I'm happy to be here. Thank you.
0: So tell me, what does sleeping naked after 40 really mean?
1: Well, it's um, it came to me one day in a car, this idea that wouldn't it be so awesome if I could be comfortable enough in my body to just sleep naked? And what it means is just discovering who you really, really are, being so comfortable with yourself that you are not afraid to look at things in a real way. And it also encompasses the whole way of eating, um, which is this idea of eating naked, which is food in its most natural form. So how do you get down to everything just being really basic and really like uncovered up and undisguised and become the essence of who you truly are?
0: So you're dealing with a lot of uh, self-esteem challenges with your your clients. Is that correct?
1: It's the self-worth piece that it's. Things that we all struggle with, like we're not good enough, we're not enough, and um, just this idea that we're not worthy to have what we want. That whole thing, yeah, it's it's very huge. Um, it's huge around the whole idea of the way we treat ourselves and feed ourselves with the food that we eat, or too much of it, or not enough of it, or whatever we're doing at the time, and the way and the thoughts that we think as well.
0: So speaking of uh, self-esteem. One of the biggest things that people would have a challenge with is entering a bodybuilding competition. And it, it's one thing if you're young, whether you have the body for it or not, but you're young and you have the ability to do it. But when you enter a bodybuilding competition at the age of 50, what does that do to you mentally besides physically?
1: Huh. Well, you know, it's funny that you ask the question that way because it really it comes down to the fact that what, what I what I realized was I really better believe I could do this or it's not going to happen. Like, because, this, you know, I had so many people, not just people outside of me, but my own little doubt, fear, fear little things in my head saying, are you kidding me? Like, you're 50 in menopause. You've had three kids. Like, you have 40 pounds to lose. How are you going to ever do this? And what I just decided was that, of, okay, I'm making a decision. I'm doing it. I'm showing up on that stage, so I better believe with 100% of my being that that is possible. And, I, and that is truly how it happened, was through my just believing that it would happen. And, of course, I had to do, you know, I had to act upon certain things, had to take some action, but really this whole belief idea was just, you know, believing that it's totally possible and I'm getting up there, and there was no, nothing to throw me off of that, nothing. I would listen to nothing. If a doubt came in, I'd let it go. If someone outside of me said something, I guess we put like earplugs in and pretend that they didn't say a thing. And
0: that's how I get it. So I saw the photos that you sent me of um, your before and after, and you look amazing in your your comp when you in your competitions. So I, first of all, let me congratulate you for doing Thank that because that is something that. Even myself, I look at that and go, no, I'm not going to be able to do that. Not because I have low self-esteem, but because I'm lazy. And I think if you don't have low self-esteem, you're bit by the lazy bug. And that's just as much of a demise as having low self-esteem, if not worse. Yeah. So tell me, what are some of the biggest problems that women over 40 are currently struggling with?
1: Well, it is this whole idea that um, it's kind of like – So I'm going to just um, – I I don't want to say a cat, but I'm going to focus on something that you just said, which, you know, I am lazy. So one of the things I find women, and I'm very able to catch this, I find women always saying, well, I am just that way, or I could never do that, or, you you know, I'm just too busy, or I'm just so unfocused. Or they always have this negative thing that they will attach to this I am, and it's just defining – Whatever we attach to those words are really powerful. So, so this, the whole idea that, you know, I could have walked around and said, oh, I'm not going to be able to do this, or I can walk around and say, I am a bodybuilder. So, so saying that I am a bodybuilder, like that is a powerful thing that stepped me up to like, okay, well, I better show up as that. So when women come to me and they'll be like, I'm, I, I've never been able to do this before, you know, I've struggled my whole life with my weight and I'm just a food addict or I have an eating disorder then I say, okay, well, let, maybe that definition defined you in the past, but how can we redefine who you want to be, who you can be at this moment, and live into that and act as if. So, you know, for me, taking the lessons that I learned from this um, bodybuilding, I had to act as if I was a bodybuilder, which means if I'm acting as if, I'm, that means I'm showing up in the gym, that means I'm eating a certain way, that means I'm doing certain things, that means I'm resting. Um, that means I'm not doing certain things because I need to rest. So it puts me in a whole different state of being and a whole different state of acting. And just because I changed the label that I put on myself. So if you, <laughs> if you were to take off your, I am lazy, and you said, no, I am energetic, well, you might be able to shift some of that and actually live into that energetic state and show up at the gym or something, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah, I hear. So it sounds like you're saying that yeah. the mind really doesn't care whether you do or you do not. The all the, the only thing the mind wants is a decision to be made, whether it's positive or negative. Well, and that's then, right. It
1: will always say yes. You, whatever your intention is will always be yes, yes, yes. You can have that. And so we wind up focusing on the wrong things. So that's exactly it. Yeah.
0: So that, that's a good thing that you you said, you know, focusing on the wrong thing. And...
1: Or the thing we don't really want. We focus on what we don't want. Right, exactly. And so Right. And so then the universe, you know, God says yes. The universe says yes, yes. You can have whatever you want. It's always a yes. But when you're asking for the wrong thing or focused on the wrong thing, you're getting that thing. Like we're good manifestors. Everyone manifests amazing. But lots of times we're manifesting the wrong thing. We're attracting the wrong thing because it's what we're focusing on all the time.
0: And I do believe that it is part of our environment that we're so used to negativity. And Yes. Yeah. And being, going down the road where, where everybody else is going, which is basically being dormant or complacent, uh, yeah. mentally and physically. So it just it's, makes it a lot harder for people like you to, to get your clients up and running and for them to believe that they can do what they do or the, they can do what they want to do. Yeah. Um.
1: And it was interesting, um, I had a, a phone call with a client just this morning, and she's like, you know, I just can't get out of this negative mindset. I mean, I, I, I don't want to eat the chocolate, and then I'm watching TV, and then there's two brownies showing, you know, brownies, and then I watch the chocolate. And I'm like, stop watching TV. She goes, how can I stop watching TV? And so for me, I stopped watching TV probably five years ago. So I will literally say never turn my TV on. If If I watch TV, it will be to watch a food, maybe I'll watch food sometimes. But I don't watch TV. I don't watch the news. And people say, well, how do you know what's going on? I don't know. So now I seem to know what's going on. Like, clearly, I, you know, we always know what's going on. And the things that we don't know don't matter anyway. Yeah, the, so, the important instance, news will yeah, get to you. It always gets to you, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I was, so one day I was in the hotel with my daughter recently. And um, she had put the TV on. And I said, oh, my God, no wonder why everyone's walking around depressed. Because within five minutes they told me how much traffic I was going to be stuck in and that it was going to rain later, and then how much things were going up in price, and how bad the economy was. And so in literally five minutes, I'm like, wow, <laughs> I could be like, if I watch TV on a regular basis, you could be stuck in this, really make you think that everything in the world is bad.
0: It is amazing how watching TV that much or just a little bit yeah. will change the, your outlook in life amazing. Yeah. I, I'm a cord cutter myself. So the only thing I watch, oh, maybe I a couple, of, a couple of shows on the yeah. Apple TV. Uh-huh. I'll just on demand watch it on whatever device or TV that I have, and, and that's it. it. It's a lot more uh, cost effective downloading on demand than watching uh, cable. And I don't have 50 million channels with nothing on it. So it works out perfectly for me.
1: Yeah. So And, you're, you're, and you don't even realize that it's actually helped your state of of being as well because you can be you you can actually stay in it like look at the world and like oh my gosh find all the good things versus someone putting in front of your face just focusing on all the bad things because say we have a news channel that just tells you all the good in the world there's lots of it but if we're not looking at it or we're not looking for evidence of it we're just focused on you know everything seems so bad
0: that's correct
1: so yeah
0: Tell me, you talk about also how food and thought are connected. Tell me about the naked food and how it affects your thoughts and vice versa.
1: Yeah, so it's almost like the chicken and the egg thing. So I, I don't really always know what will come first with working with a client, and I kind of let, let that kind of intuitively be the, the, their own thing. But when we physically are getting the nutrients, That we need. And so, say someone's addicted to sugar. So, sugar already sets you up to be in like a little bit of a fog. Sugar makes you angry. Sugar makes you tired. So, you are acting in your life based on that physical feeling of how, you know, being a sugar addict or a carb addict is making you actually physically feel. So, then you show up to things tired and you can't really enjoy things and you're, you know, annoyed and you're, and just all that stuff that goes along with eating poorly. So if you change your eating and you get the nutrition, nutritional needs met, you, are, you have much more vibrancy in you, you're much more alive, you're much more, you know, open to experiences. And if you change your thoughts about what you're eating, then you're choosing better thoughts. So, for instance, I might say to you, well, you know, you are worth, like, you want this healthy, sexy body, then you're going to look at this um, best food hamburger and french fries and you're going to put that into your, you know, your most beautiful precious body you only have one body why would you put this crappy stuff that you know is not really good and why would you take that into yourself why would you and so you get to choose that as well so with that you know without that kind of junk in our bodies we're thinking clearer thoughts and so they work together and uh, you do them together you really get amazing results
0: so have you have you found it a uh, a, a large challenge to find the catalyst to get your clients to to find out what that is, to make them make that transition from the current lifestyle to a healthier lifestyle.
1: Well, the the um the challenge for most of my clients will be this. They'll say, you know, I've tried everything before and nothing's worked. So they'll say, oh, it's so hard and I'm so busy. And I what I what I'm really good at is taking away all the excuses and simplifying and making it so easy that they say, almost every single one of my clients will say, wait a minute, that's easy, that's it. That's all I have to do. I mean that's like that's too easy. It seems it seems too weird that I can't even I don't even believe it's going to work because it seems so easy and because it really is so simple that it's easy. You know the whole idea of eating naked is just eating food without a label. That means food in its most natural form, food that God made, food that's just you know grown from the earth as close to source as possible, right? But it doesn't mean boring because I can take um, you know all these. Whole Foods and make a pie. Like I take raw cashews and I take beets and I take strawberries and I take some dates, which is a, a fruit, and I whip them up together and an avocado. When I whip it together, and I have this creamy, delicious um, frozen strawberry pie. So it's not boring, but that's a naked pie. But I just put all the naked ingredients together, so you could still have your you can have your cake and eat it too. How's that? <laughs> <Something> like that.
0: <laughs> so you also talk about cooking as something that's being created and concocting. Can you
1: talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so my cooking, um, you know, when I do my videos and when I make up my recipes, I kind of just, like that pie I kind of just put together, like knowing from just experiencing and throwing things together how it would turn out. And so I've gotten really good at that and it's taken a little bit of time. And my clients, as they start to experiment and not be afraid of putting whole foods together, find that they can whip up certain things and, and they make up, they can make up their own amazing recipes. And it's kind of like, not to be so scared of following something exactly, but to say, oh, I can take these, all these beautiful flavors and kind of just experiment and try different things. And even like salads, okay, we're used to like, You know, either iceberg lettuce and romaine lettuce with tomato and cucumbers. Like, everyone has that idea in their head of a salad. Or cheese on top of it. But what about if you thought a little differently and looked at all the dark leafy greens that you could throw in a, you know, concoct or put together? Like, you can put raw Swiss chard and raw kale and arugula and spinach and some, um, you know, some romaine and that's all your greens. And then you can chop peppers on top and and put um, chopped asparagus on top. And it is still all raw, and you haven't really had to cook at all. But you just had to throw a whole bunch of stuff into a bowl. Different, you know, that you might not have thought about before, but why not? And that's the way I'm opening up the experience of, like, the healthy food doesn't have to be boring. It can still taste amazing. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be expensive. It's like taking away all these beliefs that we have around it like almost these beliefs that we make into excuses as to why we can't do it, which is why I always say, I'm really not that interested in why you can't do it. Let's figure out how you can. And that's how I work with my clients. Like, okay, that's your excuse? All right, I'm good with that. But let's figure out if that's really true, and here's what you can do in place.
0: Well, tell me if you experienced this as well. When I, many years ago, transferred over from uh, conventional-style foods with all the pesticides and the chemicals on them, to a more organic uh, style food, I noticed a big change in my body and the way things tasted. Things became more richer; they they had more life to them. Did you and your clients experience that as well during the transition? yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, totally. Because you, we get where um, our taste buds are kind of hijacked when we're eating this fake processed food because they actually sit around in chem- in, in you know in labs and figure out how can I make this food more addictive to um, a buyer or a customer. So if they have to eat the whole bag of, like, a chip or a Dorito or, you know, how can – like, you know you can't, like, stop at one of those things because they they get the taste so perfectly to just get your taste buds wanting more and, like, setting off these transmitters in your brain and that you can't shut it down. It's like – but when you're eating this whole, beautiful, amazing, real food – you know you're, you're you're getting your needs are met and you're also you you start to um, as soon as you get rid of the salt and the sugar you actually can experience what it what things taste like.
0: So let's do a sidestep real quick and let's talk about your your brand lifestyle sleeping naked after forty which I think is one of the best names I've heard so far. Uh, why do you call it a lifestyle and not a program?
1: Yeah, because you're not getting off. <laughs> I'm like the hotel. I feel like my clients, look, like the Hotel California. You, you, you can never leave. Right. Um, it's once you start, so once you understand an experience, I really call the whole thing an experience. Um, once you experience how it is to feel better, you don't really want to feel icky. So, so the same for my clients, Don't come. they don't really understand how bad they actually feel. They know something's wrong, but until they really say, oh, my God, I'm more energetic, I'm more awake, I have more energy off the charts, I feel good. And then they, maybe they'll go back to their old way for a minute and they'll say, oh my God, this feels so awful. And now I see the difference and they have to contrast. The thing is, you never want to not feel healthy. Your body wants a state of health. It, it craves it. The more you do it, the more it craves it. You know, for me, if I ever go off and I have some sugar, like I nearly... Literally, I choose not to give up a day of my life because that's what will happen to me. I don't, I feel so ill that it's just like, it's not worth it to me. So like I choose based really on that idea alone is that I don't want to give up a day of my life feeling bad. I want to feel good as often as possible, which is all the time.
0: I agree with you.
1: you Yeah.
0: And I know when I've fallen off the wagon many times and I still do, it's, it, for me, it has to do with uh, mental boredom. So as I'm doing whatever it is I'm doing, I'm just in basically in the zombie mode, so I'll look for anything, which more than likely happens to yeah. be sugar. But when I fall into that rut, I feel the changes in my body, and I'm more lethargic. You have the acid reflux. You just don't feel as exciting. But once I get back onto my regimen, and I eat foods yeah. that I like, don't get me wrong. It's not that I'm forcing myself to do things that I don't want to do. I do want to do it, but it just has to do with the ease of of cooking for yourself, of yeah. not going out to eat since you just happen to be there, you know, the, the convenience yeah. thing. And I do notice a big difference itself. And speaking of these differences, you also talk about three core principles to this lifestyle. Can you talk about yeah. what those core principles are?
1: Yes, yeah, sure. So um, the first principle is to lose the fake stuff and get real. So it means just get real with your food. That means approach every meal as an opportunity to improve your health. And every meal is another opportunity to, like, you know, start. We're always saying, oh, I'll start Monday. I'll start next week. I'll start next month. I'll start. No, every meal's your opportunity to start fresh. Like, so ev- is every meal, like, when you just approach it like that, you know, lose the big stuff at every meal. This meal is the best it can be right now. You know, then you're good, and then you have meal after meal after meal after meal. Before you know it, you're on your stage, right? <laughs> you're feeling your, your body showed up. Mm-hmm. So I say, you know, If you're eating, you know, refined and processed food, it's going to show up on your body. And if you're eating pure and naked, the body of your dreams is going to show up. It's just really, it it is almost that simple. I mean, not almost, it is that simple. Because you, you know, again, your needs are met. So it's lose the fake stuff and get real would be number one. And then number two is um, be less interested in why you can't. So I don't want to be the only one that's not interested in why you can't. You have to be less interested in that, which is, again, like I said before, focusing on what you do want, not not on what you don't want. Focus on what you can do and not on what you can't do. So, you know, I could have really said, I could have, anyone would have said, yeah, you know, you're right, Rosie. You're not going to enter a bodybuilder, competition, 50, this, that, blah, 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 blah. It could have went on and on. But no, I wasn't really that interested in that list. The list I was interested in is can I do what I want? Can I stick to something? Can I... Can I really honor myself this way? Can I give this gift to myself? Can I show up? That was the list I was interested in. So um, be less interested in why you can't. That would be number two. And then the third one is to fall in love with the idea. So again, with the bodybuilding competition, what I learned is that I could have woken up every morning and said, oh, oh my God, I am like so tired. I gotta go to the gym today. Where am I gonna fit this in? And I don't know, blah, 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 right? I woke up every the morning like in love with this idea that I was actually doing this. Like how freaking lucky am I that I'm healthy, that I can do this? How exciting is this? This is so much fun. I woke up with that attitude like I was just in love with that. Because you know when you're in love with something, it's just as easy. Like you don't even know time doesn't even matter. Nothing matters when you're doing what you love.
0: So even true.
1: With, or, yeah, so even if you want to get healthy and you want to lose weight and you're not, you don't have this big huge goal, but like fall in love with the idea that you have this healthy body that is so resilient and you get the opportunity to watch it transform by what you're taking in, by the choices you make. You can actually have results show up like amazing in just a week or a couple days if you change, you know, your way of being and fall in love with, oh, I'm so lucky I get to choose this.
0: I do agree. It doesn't take that long for you to notice changes once you've changed your lifestyle. Right. It's not like, uh, it, I think it's a little bit faster than working out. Working out, you t- take a little bit longer for you to notice the changes mm-hmm. in your body. But when it comes to food, it's almost immediate. Uh, within a day yeah. or two, you'll notice the changes that, that's taking place.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, it's, it's very, very amazing, actually. It's, um, it does not take that long. And it's amazing that so many people get caught up in, you know, the swing back to letting ourselves be in that place that doesn't feel that good.
0: I know in the beginning when I was doing this, what I did to ensure that I would maintain this healthy lifestyle is I got rid of everything. I went to all my cabinets and my refrigerator and my freezer, and I dumped all the food that I had, every single piece. And then I went shopping again and got nothing but healthier food. That way I would not cheat on, um, on the type of food that I was the, eating. But what – I
1: it's called the kitchen switch. <laughs> Ditch the old stuff and switch it up for something of a just higher quality.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's not expensive. That's the whole thing about it. I've, every time right. you you mention something, say for instance, just an example, Whole Foods. People first thing they say, "Oh, that's expensive." But okay. my philosophy is, if if you eat this type of food, you're not as hungry as you normally are okay, with okay. conventional foods. So yeah. you're not you're not buying as much. If you're yeah. if you're spending four hundred dollars, and I'm just using this number randomly, four hundred dollars a month estimate buying conventional foods, you'll probably spend maybe half, maybe less than that, buying organic food to keep you going.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's a really good point.
0: And, it, and speaking of you know making those changes, what are what do you think are some of the the struggles that people have with their own food? What, what has you experienced?
1: Well, it's basically time. It's it's time and knowledge. Um, so the time thing is, you know, how do you create, and this is what I'm really good at, too. I do not spend a lot of time in the kitchen. People think I'm cooking all the time. No, I'm not. Like, I just, like, when I say concoct, I literally open my refrigerator, take, like, I have a box of arugula, a box of spinach, and I just throw this stuff together. I mean, I concoct a, a salad, and literally could take me just a few minutes. And the other thing is that we're pretty much creatures of habit. So if we find a breakfast that we really love, we kind of eat the same thing every day, even when we're eating crappy. I mean, people go get a bagel or a donut every day. So when, when I say, okay, well, here's like an oat jar, an oat bar that you can make, or this chia pudding, they're like, we well, I have to eat it every day. But you eat the same thing every day anyway. So it's like we, we can we can get all caught up in all these stories that we make up about the reasons that we're not going to be able to do it because we haven't done it in the past because we haven't really had the knowledge about how or the experience of how it's possible. So the thing for me is when I take a client and I show them the experience of the – and I say, now you see what you just experienced now. You can never say that. You can never use that same excuse again because it no longer applies. The idea that it never worked before, it doesn't apply anymore because you just had this experience. We can layer that experience over your old, you know, story – and like you just are
0: not allowed to use it anymore. So, what do you, what do you tell your clients that, that the the serious doubters that nothing has ever worked for me? I tried everything, whatever is out there, the Atkins, the the Marshalls, the Marlins, whatever, and they say it doesn't work for them. So, what? How do you how do you work with clients say, that have that type of t- course, mentality?
1: <laughs> of course, it doesn't work. Because programs don't work. We get off them. We're like excited to get off them. The thing is when you embrace a lifestyle, you're excited to watch it grow. When, when you embrace a lifestyle, it means it's a lifestyle. It means you're going to change your life. And it doesn't mean that Rosie Batista's style is going to be your style. Like your style might be different, which like I style, I help a person see, okay, well, what's going to work in your life with your, fit your preferences and your needs and the kind of life you live? Like you might, you might not be able to like, change your job to a more like to have less stress at the moment but we'll work around to get your food going good so your thoughts get better and then you can actually sit and think well whoa why am i so busy do i really want this job and so it's just a lifestyle process that you can keep building and better and better and stronger and stronger at it and and easier and easier and it's always changing because there's no set you know always changing things are changing all the time but it's not a program that you say okay i can't wait to get off i can't wait i can't wait it's the opposite which is why it works.
0: Joe, so without going into too much detail, can you share with us a couple of tips that you normally provide with your clients on how to eat more mindfully?
1: Yeah, so I give them um, tools that are so really it's about being mindful, it's about being in the moment. It's cause it's about each meal. So at each meal, how can you actually make that meal a mindful meal? So, one you can say grace, which brings you present you know, being grateful for you and brings you into gratitude, being grateful for this beautiful, healthy meal, noticing it, looking at it, experiencing it by slowing down a little bit. The other one could be to chew. Some people just, like, stuff everything in. Are you actually chewing and experiencing the flavors? Like, chewing 20 times is what we're supposed to do. Like, try that later, everyone. (laughs) Just try chewing 20 times and see how, like, you pretty much dealt with your food by, like, five, right? So that brings you, like, mindful and present. And, um... You know, even journaling and writing down what you're eating, they say so you're more mindful of it. And you might not realize, oh, my God, all I do, I pick all day. I pick, 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 pick. And I was, like, standing all day while I was eating. And maybe you just sit while you're eating. So always getting present, always getting mindful about your food so it's not an unconscious act. Make it conscious in choosing what you eat and then why you're eating it, too.
0: So awareness is the biggest thing
1: that you have
0: to be, basically. Mhm. And
1: yeah. What,
0: and what about note on uh, other than knowing, but understanding it? Do you help the clients understand what it is that they're trying to do?
1: Yeah, because um if you know, if they're in worrying that it didn't work before, nothing ever worked before, it's because they've never really felt the experience of it. Like I said before, and um ask me that again. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go into a whole rant. I know you won quick, so go ahead.
0: Just no, just no, that and... take your time. You're, there's no, there's no <laughs> need to rush. But um, what type when you're with your clients, what kind of sessions do you provide your clients?
1: So we look at their life. We look really at their life. Okay, what is it that you know and that you can do right now to make the change? And I'll be like, Well, I don't know. And I'll be like, Well, what if you did know? And then they'll they'll slow down enough to actually trust themselves to like let that idea come from their gut. So you really know, every person knows, every person has what's, has all of what they need inside them, but we don't slow up enough to, like, actually ask ourselves, well, what is it that I need right now? Well, maybe I'm not really hungry, maybe I need to drink a glass of water. So it's actually to help the client. When I'm with the client, I will help them, okay, so what do you want to focus on? What's the one thing you could focus on this week? And I'll have people say, oh, well, I'm going to exercise more. I'm like, okay, well, that's, like, no, that's not, let's go further. That's, okay, great. Well, what does that even mean? Um, oh, I'm going to get to the gym. Okay, well, let's go further. It means I'm going to go on Monday and Wednesday to the gym. Okay, let's go further. It means I'm going to go Monday and Wednesday and sign up for the 5 o'clock class. Okay, great. Let's go further. In your calendar, 5 o'clock on Monday is the class. On Thursday, 5 o'clock is the class. So that You actually have now... This actionable, doable, comfortable, implementable step versus other exercises. Speaking get in the week's gone and you're like, oh my god, I never did a thing. <laughs> so I do that with everything. So any idea, even if it's a food thing, oh, I'm going to cook. I'm going to try cooking dinner. Okay, well, what are you going to try? Where are you going to find the recipe? What night are you going to do that experiment? So that they actually have a solid plan.
0: So you spoke on uh you touched on this a little bit earlier and it's basically do what you say you're gonna do and don't be vague about it, but be specific and make sure you take action on that, which is very important. I do agree with you. And I think that's that's one of the best ways to get your clients to actually transition from one lifestyle to another. And speaking of lifestyles, uh Miss, Miss Hollywood movie star, you recently filmed a documentary titled Strength Beyond Muscle. So, can you share with us a little bit of what it is and what's it about?
1: Yeah. um, So, I'm very, very excited about this work in progress. So, I filmed for, um, this was my second bodybuilding competition that I did for my 53rd birthday. And um, I had a film crew, you know, follow me around and film certain aspects of it, film the competition, film leading up to it and what I was going through and you know, the changes in my body and the different struggles that came to me through the whole thing, Um, and then what I actually learned from it. And we are, the movie's going to be about 50 minutes long, and it really is um, an inspirational movie to show that whatever you believe in is really possible, and that, you know, things Things aren't without, like, what we can say, oh, it's a struggle. or But it's where do we switch that belief and where do we change that idea that it's a struggle to an experience and keep moving forward and step by step and, and what do we want and how do we show up and all that and what's possible that anything that you want, no matter what age, is possible for you if you believe it is. And that's really the ultimate idea is that whatever you think you can do, you are going to be right about that. So
0: if based on that, if you can, can you share some of the results that your clients have had while living their new lifestyle?
1: Oh my God, yeah! I mean, people like women. It, it's this is the most. This is why I do what I do. Why I wake up every morning. It's very, very exciting when I get an email from someone that says, oh "My God, you know, I have changed my life. I feel so much better." Um, I recently had one woman who was. She was going to go on, they wanted to put her on some antidepressant drugs and she started to work with me and she started to just see things in a whole different way and now she's starting her own business and she just didn't see that that opportunity was, that that was a possibility or it was possible. She knew she wanted it, but she could never, she was afraid to say it. She didn't think that, she didn't know how it would be. And I get that all the time that people are, like, once they start, they clean up, they're eating and they clean up their life and they really go down deep and say, they keep chipping away at who am I really and what am I here for and what do I want to do? And it's just like being that open about yourself and that, that, that trust that knowing that you are here and your best version is like you can shine the world with your brilliance when you really know who you are.
0: I know that there are. There are some groups, some people that do what you do, and they have either a pledge or an oath that they have their clients uh, go through. Do you have something like that? And if you do, can you take our audience through it?
1: I do have an oath. I would buy it. Um, So if you place your right hand over your heart and raise your left hand, and um, if you can stand, that's great. Plant your feet to the ground and repeat after me. I promise to put myself first. Because putting myself first allows me to give my best to the world. And that's pretty simple oath.
0: That is simple. And it's oh. it's very powerful in a way, especially the first first verse yeah. that you have there. You put yourself first. That is yeah. that's a challenge for a lot of people. I've experienced that before.
1: Well, we're never taught that, right? We're taught, you know, you're selfish, you're this, you're that. But it's not being selfish to put yourself first. It's allowing you to be the best that you can be. And the best that you can be is a gift to everyone.
0: Exactly. I agree. And what can a person expect by coming to your site? Do you have a blog or how can they have a conversation with you?
1: Oh, my God, my site is awesome. Very excited about my site. My site is a place where you come. And I built my site. Um, with the idea that you would come there and be wowed and you would be sucked in and you'd want to stay there. So there's lots and lots of free information. There's like 200 how-to cooking videos that you can get for free and just watch. Watch me in the kitchen so you can learn how to concoct. There's excerpts from my book. There's a little quiz that you can take to see how strong your self-love muscle is. Um, and there's, you know, my blogs and, um, you know, really pretty recipes. I, I focus a lot on recipes that um, – because people love sweets and they love beautiful things, but how do you treat yourself well with those? So it gives you the opportunity to have your cake and eat it too with you know making cakes and pies and um, brownies and muffins that have no sugar and no flour in them and really, really amazing things. And so I share all with you and you, know, you can contact me there, you can comment there, you can look at um, you can you know, get my books there Um and get a free report there which is eleven thoughtful ways to create the body of your dreams. And yeah, all good stuff. Hey, a lot can, of fun.
0: Can you say the the website name again please?
1: It's um it's rosypatista Oh and you can watch my T V series too. <laughs> my little my little um it's Rosie T V little clips of two minute videos where I just share some little stuff with you Are they
0: on, your, <laughs> sure. are they on that website as well?
1: They are in the little tabs, Rosie TV. So really, you're invited there, and you can experience lots of different things in different ways. If you like to read, great. If you like to cook, great. If you like to um, watch video, great. So however you want the experience. If you like to shop, even greater, because you know I have clothes and I have things for the kitchen and I have my products and you know programs and how you can work with me. All of that is right there. So.
0: So it sounds like I highly recommend that everybody go visit uh, rosiebatista.com as well. I've seen a couple of things on the site, and she's not kidding when she says she has a lot of cooking videos there.
1: So if you want to <laughs>
0: learn how to cook up some really good stuff, I would recommend that you go through. And they're really simple, but yet the, the food there, it's great. And, Rosie, before I let you go, I'm going to put you on the spot, and I'd like you to share with us one thing that you can provide our listeners right now that they can do to make a big change in how they feel?
1: So I would start with breakfast and make the change there because that starts your day and really empowers you. So you can make a quick thing overnight while you're cleaning up your dishes and put it in the refrigerator so it's ready for you the next day. And that would be my um, my infamous boat jar where you would put, One quarter cup of, you know, regular oats with one quarter cup of pure pumpkin, a tablespoon of chia, one cup of almond milk, just kind of mix it all up, a quarter cup of blueberries, mix it all up, put it in the refrigerator, leave it overnight, the chia grows into like this pudding, and in the morning you have this amazing, delicious, creamy, all ready to go, no excuses, it's already made, it's really healthy, start your day in a very empowering way and a nutritious way, giving you lots of good nutrients, too.
0: Well, I think I just found a new breakfast item. I'm going to have to try that tomorrow. Well, tonight. Yeah. Get that prepared Yeah, I'll let you know how that goes. Well, Rosie, thank you very much for being part of us. We thank you for for being here. And once again, if you want to learn more about Rosie, you can find her at rosiebatista.com. Do you have a Twitter account?
1: I do, and that's also Rosie Batista. And you can like me on Facebook, uh, Rosie Batista, or Sleeping Naked After 40. I have, like, a fan page, and I share lots of stuff on Facebook, too, recipes, things like that. I have Instagram. You can find me everywhere, Rosie Batista or Sleeping Naked After 40. I'm I'm there. I'm everywhere.
0: There you go. That's going to do it for this edition. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to having you download us again.